Welcome to Friendly Competition, a podcast to discover the best of all time. I'm Nick Carey, alongside my co-host and best friend, Cody Lena. We discuss various pop culture topics and narrow it down to truly the best of all time. Or as we like to call it, the boat. Before anyone set foot on the boat, we put them into a Sweet 16-style tournament. We argue each round until we decide a winner. Nick, what criteria do we use when we decide who steps foot on the boat? Whatever the hell we want, Cody. You want to tell them what we're talking about this season? Absolutely. We are doing another fan-submitted season, except this time the fan is in the same room, digital room. We record remotely. He's not in the room. He's actually... I don't know where Zach lives, and that's probably for the best. I don't need to go to his house unless he invites me over for a nice spaghetti dinner. Zach, would you invite me over for spaghetti? Absolutely. Come to my bungalow. I'd invite you. Hell yeah. You're welcome to come over here. I got fresh pickles I'll be making, and I know that your girlfriend's into pickles. All right. So we're talking about best SNL cast member of all time. Zach submitted this and we were like, Hey, that's a funny dude. He should just come talk about it. And I'm passionate. I'm, I'm, I'm an, I'm a nerd to the max about it. Um, our, our good mutual buddy, Nathan Holtz will tell you about me that I have this weird superpower where I can like name when a musical guest has been on SNL or host and what that musical guest was when that host was host kind of thing. It's super weird. And oh, I can tell you shit. like, the act like the approximate year and time period That's super weird excellent has rage against the machine ever been on there yes and the host was steve forbes okay <laughs> and the song they played was bulls on parade and they didn't get to play a second song because they got kicked out of the building because they put upside down american flags on their amps and uh the staff uh the executives were like nope you're getting the fuck out of here and so they got kicked out <laughs> That's such a wild, like you, that has to be a meta thing. They knew Steve Forbes was going to be the host or mm. they knew that Rage Against the Machine was going to be the musical guest. You can't combine both of those. I wonder if they, Rage did that as a, as a way so they could just be like, yep, fuck all of you. We're, we, we hate Steve Forbes, that kind of thing. So, oh, I'm sure they did. Yeah. Yeah. I, yep. it is, it is never the amount of like the, the stories you hear about like, oh, we brought in this punk band to come play SNL and it went arrived you're like what did yeah. you think was gonna happen like they're not paul simon they're not just gonna like stand up there with their guitar and sing beautiful tunes like it's a punk band the whole point is to do some punk shit like if you get yeah. that kind of if you get that kind of attention they're like yeah let's fuck around and find Look, out today's musical it's- guest is rage against the machine and our host is literally the machine like yeah yeah what the yeah. fuck were you expecting <laughs> dude Uh, what could go wrong here yep there's been times where they've had punk bands on back in the day when that would actually be like a really big fuck you to have those bands on like uh fear the punk band fear was on in 81 uh donald pleasant's hosted and john (laughs) belushi was asked to come on the show and do a cameo because it'd been a while since he'd left the show and he's like i'll only do it if you have fear on the show this punk band (laughs) that he likes that no one else had heard of and (laughs) And they did it. And Fear played like five or six punk songs and destroyed the studio. Like $30,000 worth of damages. And uh, shortly after that, Flea from Red Hot Chili Peppers joined Fear for a couple years. And and since he was focusing on Red Hot Chili Peppers, they're like, do you want to be in Fear or Red Hot Chili Peppers? And he goes, I guess Red Hot Chili Peppers. And lo and behold. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. That's fun knowledge that you have up there. Yeah. Oh, and one other one. The replacements were on in 86 and um, they were wasted when they played live. And so they were just like fucking cussing up a storm and like drunk <laughs> and just it was great. Who hosted that one? Uh, Harry Dean Stanton was the host. 
don't even know who that is. You could be making up names, and I'd be like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fight you on this. Like, I'm like, Harry Dean, who the fuck is Harry Dean? He's a Western guy. You've seen him in old stuff. No, he's been in a lot of older stuff. Yeah, sure. Yeah, look it up. It's it's accurate. It's accurate. I believe you, dude. I'm not gonna look it up. I just wanted to see this old guy's mug, and I did. He's a he's got a face a mother could love. That's for sure. There, there we go. All right. So here we have in our uh, group D here, we have the three seed Amy Poehler going up against the 14 seed Dana Carvey. And then we have the oh. six seed Eddie Murphy going up against the 11 seed John Belushi. Oh. Zach, which one of these do you want to start with? I think we got to ease into this. We got to do Amy and Dana. This that's is going to be the easier that's, one. I that's, think. All, that's only fair. That's only fair. All right. We think this is going to be the easier one. I'm over here fucking having an existential crisis about this. What are you struggling with? What is, What is your... I, when I saw the list, and me and my wife were talking about it, and I was like, I said, Dana Carvey low-key might be one of the best sketch performers in the history of SNL. Like, yeah, they... Yeah. It, but Amy Poehler is of the newer generation the same. I don't yeah, know who I'm going to pick. Dana Carvey, yeah, the, the fucking Master of Disguise Huff Duff. But like the bitch <laughs> church lady was one of the most iconic bitches ever. Yeah. I think speaking of care, uh, we were talking in like group A about like uh, the SNL care of uh, the SNL cast who like didn't want to run their characters into the ground. And Dana Carvey feels like he was like, no, nah, let's fucking go pedal to the fucking metal. I'm going <laughs> to yeah. put all, I got like 10 characters. I can do a character every fucking sketch. Let's go, dude. I'm not, yeah. he was very much like, Hey, I'm here for a short time. Not a, I'm not here. I'm not going to get, why can't I think of this phrase? I'm not here for a long time. I'm here, here for, for a, a good, good time, time, not a long time. There, there it you is. Go. And, uh, and he just fucking put the pedal to the fucking floor on his characters and was like, no, you're going to remember the shit out of this one. But I feel like, especially church is the one I think of the most when I think of Daniel, I don't feel maybe at the time I'm again, not born, but maybe it, I don't feel like it got ran into the ground per se. Like that takes some dedication. If you're going to be able to do a character like that, keep it fresh for a whole season. No, I think he, I think he genuinely was that good. Like, I mean, I think for him, it wasn't, he wasn't as like, he's like, let's fucking do it. Like, let's say he's like, I'll keep it going. I'll, he's like, I'm funny enough to make this character lit, you know, keep it up. And I think, uh, yeah, I just don't think, I think he was just more of that mind's like, I'm fucking, I'm hilarious. So, and if this gets me on the show, let's go, let's do this. Yeah. I also, so I say for Amy Puller, I feel like she could play anything though. Like, yeah. But she could take the lead and take over the whole scene if she wanted. Both of them have very huge sketch comedy backgrounds. Amy Poehler with Upright Citizens Brigade before SNL. Dana Carvey with, um, he's done a lot of stuff with the Groundlings. And I think, and then afterwards he had that short-lived Dana Carvey show on ABC with Steve Carell and Stephen Colbert. Right. Um, One of the greatest shows that like, it's when you look at the talent that existed, like, but. I mean, even the writer, like, I mean, they had just the, some of the greatest talent that would go on to do everything. And yet this yeah. show failed so bad, spectacularly. Yeah. And Dana Carvey has not really made, he's still popular, but he's kind of just been coasting since SNL on his George Bush impression on his church lady on all that stuff for the last 20 plus years. Mm-hmm. Whereas, whereas like, yes, Dana dominated on SNL. But Amy Poehler also dominated on SNL, but has had a more successful, fruitful career before and after. Yeah, so I think she just stands like, the test of time a little more than Dana Carvey does. Yeah, because yeah. as soon as Amy, as soon as Amy left, she had Parks and Rec, fucking crushing it. So yeah. it's like yeah. I don't know. I'm I as much as I love them both, I have to go with Amy on this yeah. one. I think I'm gonna have to go Amy Poehler too. I think she rules. Oh, okay. I was gonna go Dana Carvey, but uh, there we go. All right. Well, we'll just no need. 
No need to keep it going. We it sounds like everyone's decided here, so we'll move Amy on into the next matchup, uh, where she will go up against either Eddie Murphy or John Belushi. Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> just I don't. This one for I mean, this is who. I mean, you just have literal like hurricanes. I mean, these yeah. are these are forces of nature. When they were on this show, it was essentially their show. You know. Yeah. Like you can act like there were other cast members and sure they were around and they did stuff, but you were like, you were there for these two guys. Yeah. Like from the, and I think the only thing for me, I'm a, I lean a little more Eddie mostly cause I know more of his stuff than John's, but yeah. also I think there's like just the story of like, Eddie's like 18 or 19 when he gets on SNL Yeah, and he already comes in with all of the confidence that he's already the best thing that's going to happen to this show and just tears it apart. Whereas like John Belushi's part of the original seven. So he's part yeah. of the group that's like trying to figure it out and make it happen. And he's got to compete against Chevy Chase's ego, which is historic was historic <laughs> is historic. will never not be an historic ego to try to bump up against, you know, yeah. whereas like everyone seemed to kind of let Eddie have his space. Like when you read the, the stories of when uh, Eddie came on, it's like, Hey, he saves SNL, like for the most yeah. part, like SNL's kind of petering out that, you know, all of the original cast are gone and it's like, well, what does this look like now? And then Eddie just shows up and it's like, oh, it's Eddie Murphy. It looks like Eddie Murphy. It will be Eddie Murphy. We win, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, I, I'm going Eddie too. I, I think the problem with Eddie Murphy, and it's not a bad problem to have, is that he became so I'm going Eddie Murphy also. I'm sorry, John Belushi. I, I can't go <laughs> well, to John Belushi. Oh, I thought that, we're like, this is going to be hard. And all of us are like, once we say it out, I'm like, hey, this is Eddie for us. Like, I mean, no I, John Belushi's but- very, very good. But the problem is Eddie Murphy was too good. Like he transcended SNL so fast that I forget he was even on SNL. He became so big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By the time he's doing Raw, by the time he's doing all his movies, like you for- he's so good at everything else that you even forget that he like almost single-handedly saved Saturday Night Live. Right. Like that his talent was so great that his one of his minor accomplishments is saving SNL. Yeah. He yeah. Like was that, so like- profound that even saving one of the longest running, t- most historic television shows in history is just a footnote on the fucking career of Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think the thing with John Belushi for me is always like, it's someone that like, it's not that I don't think he's funny. I like that. I don't think he's not funny, but it's, it's like, I feel like he feels so much like you had to be there. Yeah. Like every time I watch one of his sketches and he's just like going ape shit, I'm like, I'm sure this is good. Like I, I, but like, I just have no context for, like, I'm just missing something here that like, but when you hear people talk about him, it's like, no, this man was a genius, but Eddie Murphy stuff. I watched this day. You put on an old Eddie Murphy sketch and he's his still, st- his stuff is still timeless. It's sad that some of the stuff that he was talking about, which was a lot of racial ju- injustice stuff is still prominent. Um, <sighs> like Mr. Ro- Mr. Robinson's neighborhood is still so prominent good. today, so which good. is sad, but it's so funny, it, but it's yeah. so ba- it's sad, but it's so funny. And my favorite character Eddie did was the slam poet that uh, <laughs> did uh, kill my landlord. Yep. Uh, and he goes, the watchdog barking. Do he bite? Kill my landlord. <laughs> C-I-L-L. <laughs> my landlord. God, yeah, he's how I'm trying to remember because he is. Yeah, he is on SNL for four years. Yeah, like, four Four years. And like just that, the run that he has, you know, like what he goes on, like 
what he creates and what he does is like he and he over can the do impressions. He had it all. He was like a full. He he was he could play every position on the field, man. The guy was a legend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, we'll move. Uh, we'll move Eddie Murphy on into the next round where he will go up against Amy Poehler. Here's what I want to say before we get in. Before the experts get into it, <laughs> I just said Eddie Murphy was a legend. He is. He transcended SNL. He became a thing. I'm leaning Amy Poehler because Amy Poehler is SNL. She's synonymous with the show. When I think of it now, when I think of modern SNL, I think of Amy Poehler. I don't, Eddie Murphy, I forgot, completely forgot he was involved in SNL until I read this bracket. Yeah. He does almost have that, like, like there are certain people like Steve Martin where you're like, oh, they just hosted a ton, but they were never actual cast members. Like you forget, like that's kind of like Eddie's career is so short with it. You're like, you know that he's tied to SNL, but not, like you said, not as a cast member, but just like someone who was doing it, it would pop in like a, like a beloved host, like a Tom Hanks or a, like John Goodman. You don't remember that like, oh no, he's a, he was a cast member. Like he was doing that shit. Right. Yeah. It's, uh, it's tricky. Um, yeah. It's, it's one of those things like, do you, Amy is, is an SNL institution at this point. And yeah. Eddie was, Eddie was just really fucking good on the show. So it's like, but not to say Amy wasn't fucking brilliant on the show too, but I, I view, yeah, like you said, Amy's more synonymous with SNL than Eddie is at this point. I do give her credit for being the weekend, like being doing, being a weekend update and also still, still doing sketches. Yeah. Like, cause you look like Colin Jost and Michael Che now rarely, if ever are participating in sketches. And that, I mean, yeah. that's also been kind of a precedent that's been, Various yeah, like weekend update them, hosts. Yeah. It's not uncommon. Uh, so weekend the, update hosts are usually um, head of writer, like uh, yes. upper writers, right? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so they, but Amy Poehler was like, I'm going to do both. Man, that's fucking exhausting. Cause you're writing, you have to write weekend update, which is already its own thing. They have separate right. writers for that. And then to also be doing sketches. Like she is, was all, was all up in that, all up in that. Yeah. And even with that being said, I I just feel like Eddie Murphy. Eddie, when I think SNL, I do not think Eddie Murphy. Right, and that's, I just is that because is he suffering from success? Is he the Rick Ross of fucking SNL? Probably. He's out here. He, he's got too much of it. I would not. I would say Eddie Murphy is far bigger than Rick Ross is to like what he was to. <laughs> no, wait, DJ Khaled. That's what I meant because. DJ Khaled has an album called has Suffering hits, from Success. Has, yeah, yeah, right. I'm gonna guys, I'm gonna just lay it out you, there. I'm hey, gonna go. Hey, no, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. For music heads like yourself, the fact that I just dropped an album name joke and not one of y'all even got it is disappointing. What and I want, just want to put it on the record. I don't listen to Rick Ross. I'm out. You, well, that's want, also man? disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want, man? Like, Yeah, like I'm so, no what? what? It's not useful knowledge to know the album titles of DJ Khaled. That he's not here to make no. albums. Like the fact that he does is shocking. Like th- that I'm even surprised that yeah. they are albums and not just a series of singles. Yeah. With all I that being said, in order to make this decision, I say we flip the coin and if we don't like it, go the opposite direction. That's what I'm <laughs> saying we do. Okay, so but here's the rules, Zach. And I hate to be that man. The coin has never been overturned or overruled. It is the hand of God that guides us through this this web of life. So we have to, if the coin is flipped, we, no matter what we have, we, and we've regretted it, boy, have we regretted it. Yeah. Have we immediately known? Oh, damn it. (laughs) But we have to trust the coin. So I will, because the coin knows stuff we don't. I will lay it on the table. I'm, I'm here for Eddie Murphy. I'm I love Amy to death. I really do. 
but I just I can't <sighs> deny Eddie. So Zach, we are going to leave it to dude. He, Eddie Murphy's too big. He's too big for his own britches, and in the best way possible. The man's great. He's just not synonymous with SNL at this point. I I say the coin. I can't decide. Okay. All right. Then, well, this will be fun. Who is your George Bush in this, and who is your John <laughs> Kerry? Uh, you gotta pick one. <laughs> Ironically, let's go Eddie Murphy with George Bush and Amy Poehler with John Kerry. All right. Okay. Well, okay. Here we are at the because, American because of, because, because of remarks Kanye has said about George Bush. Fair enough. <laughs> we'll go with that. All right. So we will flip John Kerry. So that's Amy Poehler. Amy Poehler in the there final four. All right. With, with the upset. Okay. Now let's yell at Dresh about the people we feel should have been on this list that he didn't have. Nick, do you have anyone you want to get really mad at Dresh about? I, I, I don't, I don't know if it's a good precedent to set that we just yell at our guests in the last episode that they're on oh, until the final I like four. Um, I don't know if that's like, I don't know if that's going to set I just have a couple. Up. I just have a couple that I enjoyed a lot. And uh, they didn't see. Uh, Maya Rudolph and uh, Rachel Dratch, I actually like. Oh, that's, yeah, that's valid. Rachel Dratch and Maya, yeah. Yeah, Maya, Maya was a great, um, especially musical performer, too. Mm-hmm. Rachel Dratch was great at playing the out there, super weird cast member. And uh, uh, Keenan Thompson. Yeah, Keenan was so close, but I was also just like, oh, man, I had to really just had to pick the standout. Like, Keenan is a standout, but in his own weird way. Well, it's, it's, just, he's just, he, it's just longevity. Like, he, well, I, yeah, if, if we count all that, too, Keenan's been doing <laughs> sketch comedy shows since he's like 11 years old. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. On and national all, and- television. And also, we would have. I would have probably put Daryl Hammond in this list too. Yeah, Daryl Hammond rules. That's another another yeah. very yeah classic, long running. But I mean, but both of those kind of have the thing where it's like they've a been there for so long that they now just really blend into the scenery almost. Like they're just like they've just always yeah. been there, but they don't always have like super iconic things because they're just like, no, I'm just here to kick it and cash, you know, cash a check. I don't need to be the main thing. You know, they kind of both of them kind of understood like this is probably the end of my career. So I'm just going to ride it out. I don't need to, yeah. I don't need to get yeah. too huge. I, so. I think, I think Keenan is going to ride it out until Lauren retires. And then Keenan's going to take over Lauren Michaels job. I think that's what's going to happen. Oh shit. Are you calling your shot right now? I'm that would be it. fucking wild. I love that. I do love that. That, that would be awesome. What does because Lauren even like, do anymore? Keenan, Keenan has said like SNL would be my forever plan. Ideally. And yeah. it's one of those things like Keenan has has gone and tried to do films. He did Fat Albert. Remember that? Yep. And, no, and I try not to. <laughs> I saw it in the theater. I saw it in the theater. And then, <laughs> and then he did um like the, the NBC sitcom Keenan, which got canceled like a month ago. So it's yeah. like so I think he tried that sitcom route to see if he could do that. And since that didn't work out, I think he his eye is on the prize of staying at SNL forever, in yeah. my opinion. I hand it over. Hand it over to him. It's no, no one. No, no one knows televised national sketch comedy better than Keenan Thompson at this point. Yeah. And, like, and Keenan has Keenan's been a producer with uh, like he helped revitalize all that and all those shows and bring new mm-hmm. cast members on. So yeah. he's he's capable of helping run a show. And so I think that Keenan will not only be a producer. I'm sure he'll end up hosting it at some point when he just is a producer. He'll just like yeah yeah. Keenan will be great to have like. He's not a bad like ripcord to pull in case of emergency if you need a host. Right. It would make yeah. sense. You would never, yeah, you would never feel like, oh, so we didn't get someone. So, mm. yeah. yeah. And, and, that, and that way, I think Keenan is the most underrated and most important cast member that's not in the final 16. Yeah. I think. 
And so I that's Nick, your I fault, think, Zach. I know, I know. <laughs> Nick, who do you want to yell at him about? I got my. I already, we already talked about Adam Sandler. That to me is my is is always going to be my like when when I think SNL, I'm going to think Adam Sandler. But part of that also is like I'm I'm more focused on the career Adam had afterwards because Adam also is someone who's there for an incredibly short time when it's all said and done. Like he's not a long running cast member of SNL. He is. He is a, a ship in the night, but that ship was very big and very awesome for me. So there's some, I, I, I've been called out a lot. Like I looked at top cast member list. Chris Rock was on a lot of them too, but Chris Rock didn't do nearly as much acclaim as of stuff until after Chris, he left SNL. I was about to say Chris Rock's there for like a season or two. Like he yeah. gets, a, he does not, he does not stay long. Like he is. Yeah. yeah. It's oh, like, yeah, people who got failing. famous afterwards, but you got to talk about like who they were in the cast at the time too. Funny thing is Jimmy Fallon used to be one of my favorite cast members. And then I uh, watched his interview skills on tonight's show and just immediately retracted my statement. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like, ah, I liked him on SNL. I hate him on the tonight show. Is it because what like you said? He's just like, is it just the, like what everyone knows I mean, is that he just can't not laugh at, he just fakely laughs at every single thing that someone says. Yeah. He's an all right host, but like, I hate the whole thing where in every interview he like calls them bud and buddy. And it's like, they have never met before this interview. Like you right. gotta like, I, if I, I like, yeah, it's just such a fake kind of thing. And also like, um, when Norm was saying that stuff about defending Roseanne and Louis C.K. and Fallon uh, canceled Norm's appearance on the show because his staff was upset and crying about it. Uh. And and then um, Steve Martin and Martin Short were on Fallon uh, last fall when Norm passed away and they were doing a tribute and Fallon was acting like he was best friends with Norm and all this yeah. shit, shit. I'm just like, that's so fake. Yeah. Like, regardless of what Norm Norm was saying or whatever, I mean, like everyone has their opinion on stuff, and so Fallon just doing that shit, it just he can't such have it both fake, ways. Yeah, yeah. Which is, that's I mean, fair. that's a very Fallon esque thing to do is be like, what? I can, I can rustle Donald Trump's hair in the pre- in the run up to the election and be like, look, he's just a funny guy. Yeah. And then later on, be like, fuck that guy, I hate him. You're like, I don't think, think you, you do, did, bro. Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, I, I one cast member that would never make it on my t- even close. Like I would rank Horatio Sands as like one of my least favorite cast members. <laughs> like, wow, that's fair. I I like him sometimes. I think he's got he's hit or miss, but he's got some great stuff. Yeah, hit and miss to me, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> well, we did it. We did it. We did boys. it. We now got we our, final four. our final four. Yeah, we will do our research. We will come back having watched many an SNL sketch. I'm trying to think of. I feel like Farley and Will Ferrell both have best of specials, you know, that they were creating for a while there. So I almost, I'm wondering if Phil and Amy have their own best of specials and just make it easy. I do have a best of Phil Hartman DVD. I do. Okay. So, so Amy's also, the only they're one. On, they're on Peacock. I think Amy Poehler does have a best of too. Okay. Excellent. And they and are remember, on Peacock. And Cody, you do have Peacock as a reminder. I have my <laughs> password. <laughs> just use it. Just all right. Well, that is it. We will we will come back. Uh, you will hear us on Friday. But thanks so much for listening to this episode of Friendly Competition. If you want to know about Chaboys, a few things that you can do, as always, share with a friend, tell a friend, wherever you see us on the socials, like that stuff, comment on that stuff. And then uh, wherever you're listening to this, make sure to rate and review the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Absolutely. Follow us on all of our social media accounts for Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, just come at friendly comp pod. If you have an idea for a whole 16 team tournament, you'd like to see us do email those to us at friendly competition podcast at gmail.com or go to our website, friendly competition podcast 
Zach.com. Go to contact and submit through there. Zach, what do you got going on? Anything you want to shout out? Yeah, on uh, August 12th and 13th, I'm hosting the Four Winds Music and Art Fest with uh, dozens of amazing bands and artists. And my band, The Disarmed, will be doing our album release show for our new album, What We Leave, that's coming out. I'm pretty excited about that. And then uh, September 10th, uh, the talk show that I co-host with my friend Jack Unruh is called Late Night Boom, and it's going to be premiering after Saturday Night Live on Dakota News Now on September 10th. So I'm very stoked about that. Nice. And where where could the people, if they wanted to, for those who can't make it to the dis- or to uh, the Four Winds Festival, where could they listen to this album when it does come out for the rest of us? I, oh, yeah. It will be on uh, Bandcamp. Uh, Apple Music, Spotify, all these streaming services that you can check out. And uh, we will have uh, information on where to get them. Uh, if you want, we're doing vinyl pre-orders as well. So we've got CDs coming out next month because those are, are quicker turnaround time. But we also love vinyl a lot too. So we got vinyl coming out uh, shortly, sometime early fall, I think is the projected date. So uh, that's all on our band camp at this point and our social media. So all that info will be posted on there. Hell yeah. You can also, if you're already going to be on Bandcamp looking up uh, The Disarmed, The Disarmer. Yep. Uh, the the Disarmed. Disarmed with an ED. Yep. Okay. The Disarmed. Why don't you go check out uh, Charizard and replace those vowels with yeah. sixes? About to start over. I, I'm, I'm, out of, I'm out of sequence now. I'm out of sequence. Goodbye, everyone. This is the last you'll hear from me this episode. I've been Nick Carey. I've been Zach Dresch. And I'm Cody Lena. See you on the boat. <laughs>